Blog Talk Radio. This is Black Writers Space. Um, I'm your host tonight, Miss Mocha and Mario. Mario, you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm ready to get it started with Miss Rachel Berry. I know, right? I've been um, checking out her website and all this stuff that she she's really accomplished a lot, and just I'm excited. I'm excited to have her tonight. Um, now, I have to see. I don't know which. Um, which number she is, so I'm going to have to figure that out. Hello? Hello? Hello. This is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Okay, Hi. I have to make sure, because we got a lot of callers that called in on um, the phone line to listen, so I didn't know yes. what number you were calling from. Yes, it's me. Good evening. How are you? I am great. I am great. Thank you so much for um, being our guest tonight. Thank you for inviting me. Not a problem. We're going to go ahead and get started tonight. So tell us a little bit about um, Rachel Berry. Like, what? who is that? <laughs> what does she do? What does she? Um, I know you're, you're, you write and you do poetry. Yes. Um, also, I yes. did see your book on the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Um, been writing poetry actually before I started writing stories. The poetry was my first love, um, implanted in me by my mom, and then um, just the love of words um, just ran over into also writing stories. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, Great. Now, I was looking at the family, wait a minute, the book, the novel, with the novel mm-hmm. with the pictures that's connected mm-hmm. to the pictures. Mm-hmm. It's called Family Pictures. Yes. What is that about? I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is a novel. Um, it's a trilogy for now um, by popular demand. I will be um, adding to it. Um, but it is a, a family um Drama, um, suspense, secrets, lies, all of that um, built into one. It's about families, things that we go through, some of us go through in our family, but it's relatable. It's not happening to us. We know someone that is. So um, I chose to put pictures to mine, as it says, family pictures, because I think if you have a face to identify with, it brings Mm -hmm. the character more to life. Um, Also within the book, the chapters broke up into three people. And two of the people, uh, you know right away, the last, the other person is not exposed to the end. But I showed their pictures so that you know who's also speaking. So it just helps bring the story more to life. And I've got good good feedback about it. Yeah, that's that's 
really different and unique. So it's three. Is it three different books or no? It, well, it's three. I call them albums. You know, tying in with the theme, family pictures. But it's um, well, three albums. Um, it's called Family Pictures: The Written Photographs of Jealousy, Lies, and Secrets. Album one is Jealousy. Album two is Lies, and album three is Secrets. And it's um, one whole story. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's exciting. I'm going to have to get that. Yes, thank you. I'm getting good reviews, getting good reviews. And like I said, because, you know, people are saying, well, you know, we want more. Um, it was just going to be a trilogy, but um, there's there's so many characters in the book because it is a large family. Um, there's so much that can be done with it that I've already started processing for, you know, future albums to come out, starting in 2013 because I'm working on two other books right now. So. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, now it says you you grew up in uh, Newark, East East Orange, and Orange school systems. Mm-hmm. Wow, you, your bio is so full of life. It's like <laughs> the, um, you. you're fa- founder and president of a social community group, mm-hmm. juggling a full schedule. Um, Black Pearls United Inc. Mm-hmm. An African American Sister Circle, founded in 2000. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Oh yes, um, Black Pearls United Inc. Um, is a, as I said, this is the circle. It is um, a place where women can come. We um, network. Um, a place where we can, you know, share our thoughts, um, making us better wives, mothers, sisters. We um, are also very dedicated to our community. Um, and we've done a lot. We're a small group, but we're mighty. It's not about the um, quantity, but about the quality, and we've done a lot um, with our um, community and within ourselves. We've done so much, and I'm really proud of my sisters. I call them my Pearl sisters. Um, they're jewels, and they do a lot. Um, we've we've given conferences. We've created um, a room at a shelter for uh, battered women, um, we've given away, you know, like I said, scholarships, and we even at one time had someone give away um, a, a trip to the Bahamas at one of our women conferences. And um, every year we sponsor a family that we give for the holidays and just give oh. freely. And the women are very freely get They give away so freely. Okay. That's great. That's Now that's what we really need. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love giving anyway. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, yes, I, I I actually, you know, as a fan of the sisterhood myself, we talk about this a lot on Black Writers Space. If you go back to the past shows that we've done, mm-hmm. we we talked a lot about, you know, the sisterhood and the womanhood because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the sisters are the first school of thought. I'm going to keep saying that. I know everybody mm-hmm. who listens to the show faithfully know I always talk about the first school of thought. And the woman mm-hmm. is the first school of thought. And I kind of wanted to ask you a question. And before I ask the question, I want to say thank you again for coming on the show. And oh, I also, you. no problem, no problem. And I also want to say to all the listeners and the people who support Black Writers Space, I want to say thank you again also because without you guys, there's no us. Uh, I pretty much want to ask you about the motivation, motivational speaking you did as far as, like, the International League of Muslim Women, you know. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Oh, yes. Um, Well, speaking, 
came to me, again, from my mother. You know, my mother is the foundation of, besides my creator, she's the foundation for, you know, my life the way it is. Um, I'm still in her class. You know, my mom's 89. And um, speaking came to me at a young age because of the religion I was brought up in. I was able to prepare sermons and get what they call on the platform and speak to the congregation. So I enjoyed it. When um, I decided to um, find, uh, found the group Black Pearls United, I wanted to be the best leader I could be. So I uh, uh, signed up for Toastmasters International to be, um, you know, to get acquainted with being, you know, leadership, get, being a better leader and whatnot. And I found within that component the speaking aspect, which came very um, freely to me, but I didn't know it was so many different types of speeches and so I was able to expound upon the knowledge I had and really enjoyed it. And one thing just led to another, you know, with me working with women. I've always kind of mentored, you know, people from here and there. So it all came together into just becoming a motivational speaker. And so as I started meeting people and doing these things, um, uh, I became associated with a lot of women and putting on, you know, the conferences and whatnot, and different people would ask for me to speak. And the uh, Muslim society became very um very important in the things that I was doing. They Whatever I did, they were there with it. And so um, one of the ladies that was over one of the chapters asked me would I speak at one of their big conferences, and I was very elated to do so. And it was quite an experience. And they gave me a copy of um, the Quran. Um, and it was just it was just a wonderful experience. Wow. Oh, wow. I, am, I mean, you know, for the record, I am Muslim also. And okay. Okay. And and I commend you for taking the step to, you know, to talk to other, you know, uh religion organizations or or as well as other nationalities also. That's that's actually a good look right there. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I liked about it is because, you know, I, with the religion itself, while I'm not Muslim, I love a lot of the practices and I love the peace. I love the peaceful aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. You know, my yeah. sister friends are very peaceful. I love the way they keep their homes, and I just love the aura of that. So it was just exciting for me to be able to be a part of that, you know. Yes, ma'am. I also want to uh, talk a little bit more about the radio show that I noticed when I went on your website, I saw Rachel was Lady Serenity. Yes, I want to talk a little <laughs> bit more about From the Heart of Soul. Now, the radio show, for those who don't know, uh, it airs on Monday at 7 o'clock. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of want you to talk to the uh, to the listeners about this radio show because the title itself, From the Heart of Soul, what do that mean and where are you going with this? Well, the type of person that I am, whatever I do, I do my best to do it from the heart and soul. So that was, you know, the reason why that that is also my brand, putting a mellow view to all that we do because as a motivational person, I'm trying to keep us at peace, you know, no matter what you're going through, you know, there's a mellow way of looking at it. So putting a mellow view to all that we do and doing it from the heart and soul, that's my brand. And so um, it was the, the radio show became an extension of my women's group for me to give back. It's very important to give back. And as mm-hmm. I became a caregiver for both of my parents, I wasn't able to get out into the community and do as many things in the community as I used to do. So this was my way of still being able to be a part of the community and showcase other people. Um, and as I started bringing on, you know, a variety of different people on different subjects, with me being an author and my career taking off, I became more um, familiar with other authors, and then it just fell in my lap to start promoting authors and, of course, poets. And so, you know, that's how that came together. And I'm loving it. April, um, April, uh, April 
fourth will be four years on the air. So I'm real proud of it. Oh wow! Wow! Okay. I know, right? <laughs> we just started in December, so. Oh, congratulations! Congratulations! Thank you. Thank it's taking off um, pretty quick. I'm trying mm-hmm. to keep up with it. And I enjoy it. You know, and it has to be something that you enjoy doing. I do. I really wish I could do it more, but, you know, I've got a lot of other things that I'm into. I like a variety of things to do, but I really enjoy doing the radio show. Matter of fact, now I'm also affiliated with a sister station called Gumbo for the Soul Radio, created by Beverly Black Johnson of Gumbo um, for the Soul Publications. So I host that show as well on um, one Thursday night a month. So I enjoy that. Wow. I think I've listened to that show before. Mm-hmm. When I first mm-hmm. got on, I kind of went through and mm-hmm. you know wanted to see what other shows were on. I I know I'm for sure right. I listened to that show before. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, um, we are going to go to break real quick, okay. and we will be right back. We are back, and tonight our guest is Rachel Berry, and we are just chatting with her tonight. We're going to um, get to know all about her and her accomplishments. She's done so much and is so passionate about um, her writing and her books and her speaking. Um, Rachel, I need to know, what is the, the book called A Slip in the Right Direction? Tell us about that. I'm about sure. That? A Slip in the Right Direction is part one of a series that I've created for our, especially for our young men. It's in the um, YA um, 
genre, young adult. And um, the series is entitled the Clifton Henderson series, and part one is a slip in the right direction. And it's um, a coming-of-age novel. Um, you know, we have our Harry Potters. We have our, you know, for the boys, we've got basketball and sci-fi and all of that. I wanted to relate to our young men on a level where you have to deal with them emotionally, their emotions and their physical um, challenges that they go through, um, and just to be able to show some of the things that they're uh, facing when they have to, to deal with their peers, um, puppy love. Um, you know, coming of age, the things that, you know, boys, young men go through. Uh, I am the mom of two grown men, so I have some idea, some idea of what the boys go through. And we have so many things for our young girls, and that's wonderful, but we're limited when we start dealing with our young men. And I always say you ask a man to show up at the altar, but you need to prepare him before he gets there and so that Mm. you can have two equal partners. And so we don't have enough things for our young men, and so this is just an avenue that they can see a young man going through some things that they go through and the positive outcome, you know. Um, and so it's it's a book that I encourage parents, guardians to read with their children. The children can read on their own. It's also interactive because at the end I have um, questions for the kids to answer about the story and about some things going on in their life. I also have put in poetry in the front and the back to help create um, awareness of poetry and this is also, the cover is a piece of original art that I had created just for this book. I also sell it as um, artwork to also introduce the children to their first piece of art if they're not already into art. So it's about it's about our young men and just really trying to motivate them from within so they can be the best without as well. Wow. That, that's great. That, that is much needed, yes. Yes, because... Here at Black Writers Space, we we also talk about this topic on every show also about, you know, the youth all over the United States of America with the, mm-hmm. you know, the lack of education and more uh, dedication to crime and and doing the bad things. So mm-hmm. at Black mm-hmm. Writers Space, we're coming up with a nonprofit organization that we created. Mm-hmm. It's also called uh, Boys and Girls, and for those mm-hmm. who would like to know what it means, Boys means bringing out youthful success, and girls is giving individuals giving individuals responsibility to live successfully. Right. So, with this organization, what we're trying to do is we're not only going to try to teach writing skills, we also going to teach uh, skills like you said earlier about how to be a man, how to be a woman, how to groom mm-hmm. yourself, how mm-hmm. to open up a door for a woman. You know, and mm-hmm. also when a woman gets to go open up for us, say thank you. You know, right, exactly. The life skills to to go to the next level because as a whole we don't have that, and we can't keep mm-hmm. making excuses. Oh, this person not in, in the life, this person not in the home. Okay, mm-hmm. we can exit out there. Now we got to move on. It takes a try to to take on this task. So I just want to let you know from Black Writers Space, we talk about this a lot. We we would like to know more about that when you get all the stuff in order so we can, man, help you with this so we can promote it for you and do the best oh, yeah. you can with it. We definitely. It's, you know, I'm about networking, most definitely. You know, how we can leverage each other. That's what it's about, most definitely. And with this series, you know, each year, at this in this book, he's 14. I plan to continue it as long as the readers ask for it, you know. And I'm, I'm loving the young men that read the book and give me feedback because they're asking for more. So every year as he gets older, of course, you know as a man yourself, every year you were faced with something different as you were coming of age, you know, different things that you dealt with. So those are a lot of the things that I'm going to be dealing with.
dealing with so that the boys have something to relate to. Right. Wow. Uh, yes. Um, I also want to talk a little bit more about the book because for those who don't have access to the Internet as of right now or listen mm-hmm. to the show, uh, mm-hmm. you can log on to com and check out the, the artwork of the book. Like, it's amazing. Like, when you see the <laughs> little boy's you. face, no, because <laughs> when you look at the little boy's face, he's telling you something. And mm-hmm. actually, the woman behind the little boy actually looked like Michelle Obama. But I'm not going to say nothing about it. But I just want to say, you know, now like that you like, said that, I never thought of that. Okay. Yeah, she's like Michelle Obama. So. And when you look at this, this artwork, it, it shows that the two men in the back, you know, mm-hmm, they, they mm-hmm. come around the corner trying to figure out what's mm-hmm. going on. So you right, have your right. own perception of the book. So right, I, right, I also right. wanted to talk to you about the advice would you have for for people who want to write a book similar to the one you you writing, like, what type of advice would you give somebody for that? Well, you mean as far as the genre I write in or just for, you know, being a writer at all? Well, to be honest with you, both. Okay. Well, for young adult, it would be different from adult. I write both of them. For young adult, for me, I like the the variety because you definitely have to get into a whole other world. You know, when you're writing for teenagers or tweens, as they're now calling also tweens and teens, that's a whole new thing. You know, I'm 53, so it's been some years since I've been at that age. So, And I've never been a boy. So I had to do some research, which you have to do as a writer anyway. But I really wanted to relate with the children. So, I, you know, I looked at TV shows, made sure I affiliated myself with kids that age, talked to them, listened to how they talk, their mannerisms, way of, you know, dressing, just ways of doing things so that I could be as real to life as possible. So it was nice stepping out into another world again and just going by memory of things that my sons went through, also conferring with my husband as a man. So it really was good. So you got to do research. You know, the more you know your character, the more you can bring it to life. As far as adult, you know, that's totally different. And just for me, I like to relate to um, to people. You know, this is a family drama. Um, I have another book coming out, Between the Tears and the Laughter, which is also family drama. And um, whatever I do, I just try to get to know the characters because that's key for me. The more you know the person that you're um, portraying, the better you can put it out and then people can relate to it. So I do what I call um, sketching. Each character, you know, our pet peeves, not just what they look like, but, you know, where they went to school, what they eat, how they smell, how big, how tall they are, whatever. Even if you don't use those things, getting to know the people really helps you. I also put up a collage. I cut out um, faces close to the characters that uh, I am envisioning. So that helps me bring them to life even more. So. That's what I would tell that, you know writers to do. Really get into it, you know. Yes, absolutely. The um, I like how you say you you um, really really like envision the character. You say you cut mm-hmm. out face. That's I mm-hmm. never heard that before. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that is really good when um, having different characters in your book and, and your writings. Um, I have a caller that wants to ask a question. Okay, I'm gonna bring good. them in real quick. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's everyone doing tonight? Hello. We how are, are you? Great. I'm doing all right. All right. I just had a uh, question uh, for you. Um, what were some of your biggest obstacles, and what did you do to overcome them? 
Well, thanks for asking that. Well, um, I am a self-published author. Now um, I even have my own publishing company. But in the beginning, I went the traditional route. You know, I, I learned how to write the query letter, the cover sheet, you know, learned how to put my manuscript in proper order, and then I, you know, did my due diligence on learning who to submit to. So I did what I needed to do in trying to go the traditional route. Matter of fact, when I wrote Family Pictures, I shopped the book for three years, got a lot of almosts, you know, a lot of people came to me with, we want this, we want that, gave them what they needed, and they came back, well, we're not ready for that, or that's not what we want, oh, but thank man. you. Wow. So, but, but you know what, I learned that as a writer, if you're not getting rejection letters, then you're not writing. That's part of the writing life. You cannot be thin-skinned. You have to be ready for it. You have to be assured of what you're doing. You have to know that what you have is... Uh, you know, needed is needed material. So you cannot be scared. You can't be fearful. You can't let people turn you away and say, okay, well, you know, maybe this is not what I need to do. You you have to hone your skill. Learn your skill as much as possible. Believe in what you're writing because people are going to turn you away. And it's not necessarily an attack on you. It's just maybe not what they're looking for at the time. So you, uh, I became what I was looking for. I was looking for me. So I published me, and I'm doing very well that way. Uh, I have nothing against traditional publishing. Because, you know, I have been traditionally published in other ways. That's wonderful. But I like the freedom. So the most obstacle you have to overcome is yourself. Don't stand in your own way. Believe in what you're wow. doing, know what you're doing, and get it done. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ain't nobody playing. <laughs> I know that's right. Come on with it. That's, that's so true. And there's so many of our listeners that probably need to hear that that are trying to get out there and submitting their um, manuscripts to all these mm-hmm. different companies. But mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be honest, that's why I like self-publishing because mm-hmm. <laughs> you kind of don't have mm-hmm. to go through that. But, yeah. it's, but it's like okay said, because it's, it's a learning. You know, you need yeah. to know. You know, you need to know the proper way, and there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of the great writers now were um, originally turned down, self-published, and then someone picked them up. And, you know, so it all depends on the decision on how things, you know, go. Wow. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for asking. Oh, you welcome. Thank you for calling. Oh, thank you for having me on. No problem. I have a lot of callers on here, but I'm not sure if they want to say anything. We have our chat open. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people just call in to mm-hmm. just to listen. Just right. to listen. <laughs> and that's cool, too. Thank I don't want to put nobody there. on the spot. <laughs> but um, I do. I know. I'm loving it. Um mm-hmm. About your publishing company. Now, tell us what your, um, like for any listeners out here that are in their process, getting their book out there, um, mm-hmm. how do you do yours? How, do, how does, well, let how me does tell your you, process it, it, work? It's a lot of steps because um, a lot. the first and foremost thing that I would really want to impart to people who are starting out for the first time is, you have to have a budget. Please start with a budget. So the reason why I, I say that is because I do book coaching. When someone comes to me and says, you know, I, I want to get published, okay, what's your budget? 
Um, mm-hmm. So I do book, book coaching first. That's the first part. Then I also do the publishing once it's ready because there's a lot of things that you might not know that, you know, you need in your book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. So the book coaching is first, then the publishing. And after that, you have to have a strong marketing and advertising. So it's three parts. So I try to work with the person so they can really get the book that they want, not what I want, which is in the traditional world, a lot of times you have to conform to. I want the person to have what they want, the way it looks, the way it feels, the way you open the book. It has, you know, the, when you open a book, it also has a feel. You have to draw that person in not only with your words, but by what they see. People are visual beings when they're reading. And so it's so many different components that you have to cover. I had, you know, doing this, I have more great respect for books when I see them on the shelf now. Because a lot of times people don't know how much work goes yes. into putting that book on that shelf. And so when the person gets that book in their hand and they're happy, that is a labor of love, but that's only the beginning. Because if you're a writer, that's the easy part. Now, how is anybody going to know who you are? Who's, who's going to read the work that you did? So that's the you know the final part and the most important part, getting it out to the public. So it's a lot. It's a lot of steps. But I'm I'm there. I'm I'm willing to be there with you from the beginning to the end. And you know, you can you know, again, you can contact me at Rachel Writes too at Yahoo dot com or you know, um um just get in contact with me uh, on Facebook, um author Rachel Berry or Twitter, um I'm Word Fairy, let me know. I'm I'm here to work with you. Wow. That's a lot of information. Um Great information, and I like how you put it out. Like, well, first, first I start with a budget. That is so important. You have we all have things we want to do, yeah. and you know sometimes yeah. you kind of skip over that part. So. Yeah, and it'll let you know how fast you can go because if you don't have the money, there's so many things you can be doing while you're getting that money together. You know, you have to promote yourself. You don't start promoting yourself after your book. You start promoting yourself before your book. You know, once you got your concept, so that by the time it gets there, people are already hungry for you. You know, so you use your time. So don't get discouraged if you don't have the money right now. There's so many things you can be doing. So you got to know the steps. And so that's what book coaching is for. Yes, absolutely. Um, We're going to go to break. Okay. And we'll be right back.
We are back, and if you're just tuning in, our author tonight is Rachel Berry, and she is so awesome. I'm really enjoying this interview. She has so much great information, and um, wow, and and just talking to her about how she she does things, how, how she does her writing, her books, her speaking. She does book coaching and publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bring in my other host, DeAndrea, and she's going to join us in the interview. DeAndrea? Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on the air this evening. I have been Thank so you. blessed with everything that you have said. You truly Thank have you. something for everyone. <laughs> Thank something you for that. For and can I just say right quick, I had a couple of people texting me that said they're in queue. So just want you to know that I guess they know that to push one on the key, on the, you know the keypad to put them in. But just to let you know, <laughs> they want to come on air. That's what they're saying. So I, I don't know. get the see this is so Jesus dealing with internet radio. Okay. I know. I, can can you tell me which what what number they're calling from? Then I can bring them on because it doesn't tell me anything. It oh, tells okay. them press one, but it don't tell right. me anything. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, I know um, um, a couple of them is from two hundred one um, or my thing seven five seven. So. Okay, I got two hundred one. I got seven five. Okay, cool. We can bring them on now. Yeah, let's bring them on now before we um, continue, because I don't like for people to just be holding. Um, give me one second. All right. Hello? 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 Hi, this is Black Rider Space. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Did you have a comment or question? Yes, it's a wonderful show. I wanted to ask Miss Rachel Berry how she deals with rejection, and also I want to ask her how she balances life and business. <laughs> well, thank you for that question. Thank you. How I deal with rejection? I um, listen to whatever in whatever form is coming in and see how best it can enrich what I'm doing, you know, because sometimes you might not know that, you know, you need to change something that you're doing. Um, change doesn't happen by accident. So sometimes you have to get a rejection to analyze what you're doing. So I deal with it uh, very well. Um, like I said before, you can't be thin-skinned. Um, and you take it for what it is, and you might be able to learn something from it. Um, and if it's not something for you to learn, you just keep it in the back of your mind and keep it moving. Um, as far as juggling my schedule, well, you know, it has to be, you got to be um, organized. You definitely do. You have to have things organized. Uh, I have a time schedule to do certain things. Certain days I do other things. Um, because because I'm juggling a lot, and in order to get it done, I have to have a master plan. And I I try to stick to it as much as possible. You know, life happens, so nothing's um, perfect. But for the most part, you know, and and I'm learning more and more on how to uh, make my plan work better. So you definitely got to be organized, got to have a system, and got to stay goal-oriented in order to keep it pushing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really needed that because I'm a new author, so I'm trying to see how I can deal with rejection and how to balance well, everything. Well, congratulations. Out of control. Thank you. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you for calling. Thank you and so like much. I said before, um, I, I learned and I heard from, you know, people that, you know, very well seasoned before me that if you're not getting some rejections, then you're not putting yourself out there. You know, you're not you're not making yourself known. Anytime you put yourself out there, somebody's going to like you but might can't use you or somebody might think you're the worst thing there is, it doesn't matter. 
but at least you know that you are putting yourself out there. So you have to have a certain amount of rejection letters um, in order to say, you know what, I'm, I'm really trying. You know, so if you're not getting rejected, you're not you're not putting yourself out there. Wow. Okay. If you're not getting rejected. Then you're not doing what you're supposed to do, so you better keep busy. That's part of the life. You're right. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank you. I remember listening to one season author tell me one time that he had wallpapered his entire bathroom with his rejection letters. Different people have different ways of dealing with it, you know. Um, I, I keep some of them because, you know, it's good to look back on. It's good to see the people that... I had queried to at one time. They either told me that they weren't interested in my story or just couldn't use me. Um, you know, it's just something that's it's part of my journey. So I, I'm, you know, I'm proud of, you know, whatever it is that I did to at least get that front. At least I put my name in front of them, you know. Wow. Um, we have like one, two, three. I have three more from the, the 757 area code. I'm just going to check and see if anyone has questions. Okay. <laughs> Hello. 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 Do you have a question or a comment? I do. I have a question for Rachel, actually. <laughs> okay. Calling all the way from Alabama. I was just wondering, have you ever considered co-authoring a book? <laughs> okay, you all. I have to laugh at this because that young lady is my youngest daughter. Hello, baby. <laughs> I know that voice anyway. That is my baby. One of my inspirations. So, yes, I have thought about co-authoring. I have a few friends that I would love to co-author with, and that is, you know, something that I plan to do in the future. So thank you so much for asking, and I love you. I love you, too. We love you. We love you, too. (laughs) Wow. Okay. We have a, a great fan base here. (laughs) <laughs> um, we have two more. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Black Writer Space. Did you have a question or comment for our guest? No, just a comment. Hi, Rachel. This is Ellen. Hi, Ellen. How are you? I'm good. I just thank um, you for calling. Oh, you're welcome. I just know uh, Rachel as an author and her personally. She has such a oh. big heart. Such a big heart. I'm learning uh, about her more as an author when she mentioned <laughs> the different things about the rejection letter. I was like, <gasps> and I just felt like I, I, I finally embraced the author part of it because I know her personally. And her <laughs> book um, that she has, oh, my goodness, you guys have to read it. Oh, my goodness, and it's not an exaggeration. And I, that was the first time as a reader myself, that was the first time I've seen a book where it shows you the picture of the person yes. who's talking yes. and different things like that. So I read all three of them, <laughs> and oh it is an excellent read. Do read, do read, do read. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you for your work. Thank you. You are phenomenal. <laughs> Thank and you. And we will be reading it. Thank you for the um, yes. tip. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Ellen. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Okay, um, we have a couple more. Just going down the line. Hello? Hello? Black Rider Space. Okay. Hi, uh, are you addressing the 408 number? Yes, ma'am. 
Oh, hello. Hi, my <laughs> name is you? Beverly Black Johnson. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, Beverly. Hi, I'm enjoying the show. That's girl. <laughs> I just wanted to say hi to my girl, Rachel Berry. Congratulations. <laughs> and I just wanted to uh, offer and expound on some of the things that uh, Rachel has imparted to uh, your listeners when it comes to publishing and what have you, and it's something that she and I do that she did mm-hmm. not mention, and it <laughs> is having someone that holds you accountable so mm-hmm. that when it's sort of like a mentoring relationship, yes. even though she's yes. my sister and I love mm-hmm. her, but there's mm-hmm. times when we put on a whole different hat when we're talking oh, to yeah. each other, oh, and yeah. uh, it keeps us accountable to reaching those goals and um, right. checking, you know, and following up on things that we've already set in motion, and then pushes us forward to continue to build and visualize and grow towards our destiny. So I just wanted to say that, and Mm -hmm. I also Mm -hmm. just want to tell you, family pictures. Now, I'm a nonfiction, inspirational self-help publisher. I do not read fiction, although (laughs) we are about to embark on fiction with um, Sheila Goss and Omar Tyree. So generally, I don't read fiction. So family mm-hmm. pictures, on the other <laughs> hand, is so intriguing. And I am not saying this because it is Rachel Berry, my sister. I am saying this because when you look at branding, when you look at good writing, and when you look at what makes a good book a good read, when you can visualize that book and it turns into a film in your mind, you are living in that book. Mm-hmm. And I got into this trilogy with these characters. I know them by name. I know their <laughs> um, their personalities. I've cussed a few out. <laughs> wow. But at the end of the day, this is a five-star read. So I cannot even encourage your readers and your uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry, enough to get family uh, pictures. It is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you're right. I appreciate you letting me know about the reminding me about the accountability. That's that's for sure. You definitely need somebody you can feedback on. You definitely to keep you straight. Thank you so much. I thank appreciate you, you. And God bless you. You're my sister. You too, sweetie. Thank you for calling. Wonderful show, you all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me hear my uh, have my voice. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. The lines are lit up. We need to have Rachel on all the time because the lines are really. Shoot, I don't always get this many callers, so I'm, I'm excited. You guys are doing a good job. I really like your flow. You know, that's what I do on my show too. I break it up with some music because it just really gives it a whole different flow and vibe. So kudos yeah. to you guys. Kudos. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. We're doing mm-hmm. something right. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a comment before we go to the next caller. Mm-hmm. Don't be having all your friends and family messing with our show like this. Now we ain't got time for all that. Uh-uh, I'm loving, I'm loving the whole support no, thing. Yeah, I'm we, loving it. I mean, the people listen to the show support your family and friends when they're doing positive. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. Got to do that. And, you know, that's why I like to write about families because, you know, it, it's, it's it's what you do. You know, the good and the bad. You know, you're there for each other when it's all said and done. Okay. Now, I have two more. <laughs> they are waiting mm-hmm. in line. Okay. Uh, hello? Hello? Okay. This is Black Writer Space. 
Okay, maybe not. Hello? Okay, maybe they just want to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I get a lot. Um, and then there's one more. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Did you have a comment or question for our guest tonight? That's well, my younger son. <laughs> first, I want to congratulate you on uh, starting your own radio show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I also wanted to congratulate you on choosing my mother as your interviewee. <laughs> Not a problem. I am loving this. That's right. I am. Support your mama. It's probably son. the most inspirational, yes. not so well known, but on our way, black women. <laughs> there is. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. All, Thank you so much for calling and, and um, making that announcement okay. to the world. They need to know that. <laughs> they definitely do. They do. She she put to bed the stigma that it takes a man to raise a man. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, she is a tickle. Thank you, son. Thank <laughs> I you. I love you, Ma. I thank you. I love you too, baby. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you. thank you. Thank you for All taking right. the time, baby. <laughs> right. Bye bye. Thank you for Good. calling. That's my hard working son. I appreciate him taking the time because he works twelve hours a day. So I'm glad he was able wow. to take time for his yes. mom. Yes. <laughs> it was so popular. It was so popular. Like wow. Yes. <laughs> This is really, I like this. This is awesome. Okay, I think we have all the, except for the one that didn't say anything, I think we have all the callers. Um, DeAndrea, you can go ahead with your question. Okay, I just wanted to say, you know what, Rachel, again, it's, it's so wonderful just to see your outpour of friends and family calling, and I think that is fantastic. I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed, fantastic. and I know it. I know it. Yes, yes, I appreciate it. I really do. I really do. This goes to speak of your character and the type of woman that you are, the mother that you are, the author that you are. And speaking of all of those hats that you wear, I mean, your wife, mother, author, poet, um, motivational speaker, radio talk show host, I mean, out of all of uh, publisher, and of all of those things that you do, if you had to pick one one hat to wear or the one that you like the most, which one would it be and why? I can't answer that because I couldn't pick one. And I'm also a grandmother, so I, I can't pick. I love all of them, and I, I, that's why the creator gave them to me. Um, he helps me balance them because I can't pick just one. Um, I'm made of all those things. He sold me very well, and so I have to I, – I, I can't I, I, I can't pick one. They, they're all a part of who I am, and I enjoy all of them. I enjoy and all of them. And, and as you can – and we see. I mean, it makes you who you are, and we can appreciate that. Um, I was reading about your your uh, trilogy, and mm-hmm. I know starts off talking about two women with two different backgrounds and two different lifestyles. And I was going to mm-hmm. ask you, of the two women, which one would you most say you identify with? Um, mm, I, I can identify with both of them in a certain sense. You know, Regal, the, the younger one, um, she. Uh, was a single mother for a while, um, raising children, very goal-oriented, um, looking for love, and um, but, you know, definitely wanted to get her life in order in, in, in all um, aspects. And um, 
uh, and she came across someone that she found fell in love with, but then life showed up and made things difficult. Um, the other character, who is her aunt, is a woman who wants so much, but sometimes some people don't get the uh, chances other people do. And while she had a good heart, she didn't have a good start. And so she's trying to find herself, and um, um, she just happens to come from a past of, of, of things that just, you know, life situations didn't make life good for her. And um, unfortunately, her past uh, intertwined with her, uh, you know, uh, Regal's past. Uh, and future, and so I, that's that. One reason why I wrote the book the way I did. First of all, I want people to know that the choices that we make don't just affect us; they affect our loved ones and people around us. And that's what this story is about. Um, so, the 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 challenges, the life lessons, and the living and loving that both of these women go through, I, I can relate to it in different ways. Absolutely. And then I uh, see so you have some upcoming projects. You have How yes. Easy We Forget and Between yes. Tears and Laughter. And can you tell us a little bit about those? Um, um, How Easy We Forget basically is a story about a woman who got bored with her life, had everything, and just was looking for something else. And in looking for something else, she became involved with people who um, almost made her lose everything that she has. And so sometimes you don't appreciate what you got till it's almost gone or gone. So that's the lesson in that because, you know, whenever I write, I try to enlighten and entertain. Um, mm-hmm. Between the tears and the laughter is about another family and, you know, all the things that go into, you know, being a family. Um, you know, um, the jealousies, the the, the, the comparisons, the, the uplift, the, the laughs, and the, the challenges and the celebrations. So um, Between the Tears and the Laughter is another family. Um, saga that I'm really, really proud of. And, you know, the funny thing about it is I'm writing both books at the same time. It might sound a little crazy, but, you know, writers, you know, you, you're just into um, your your characters, and when a character shows up or a line shows up, I know what book it's going into. And I'm really enjoying the play. I'm really enjoying it. I do. I tell people when I finish a book, well, I'm finished sleeping with those people on to the next. And so, uh, you know, it is a journey. It really is. Well, thank you so much again. I just want to say we are truly inspired by you. Um, you uh, just even with your family and your friends calling in <laughs> just shows your character and the type of woman that you are. I crave to read more of you, and I cannot oh, wait thank for you. new projects. Absolutely. I thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the show, and you guys are doing a wonderful job. You're going to have longevity. You really will. I'm going to be tuning in again. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for having me, and keep up the good work. Thank you, and thank you for um, adding us to your busy schedule, juggling everything everything that you juggle and still fit nothing. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, We are going to go to break right now, and we'll be right back to wrap things up. Okay. Just need one more chance to prove my love 
We are back with our great, great, great guest, um, Rachel Berry. Um, Mario, do we have any questions in the champagne room? Yes, we actually have one question, and this is actually just brought a smile to my face. Uh, this person, first off, for those who don't know, the champagne room is a little segment that we do for those who want to send emails to get their questions on the show. That way they don't have to call and wait for Tiffany to find out who they are. But <laughs> so, they can, so they can contact me in the champagne room. So uh, we have a... <laughs> We have a question from an Army person. Now, y'all know that means a lot. For those who don't know, I am a veteran, oh, so that yeah. means a lot. We oh, have yeah. a question from Private First Class Jason Thompson from Fort Hood, Texas. All he right. has a question. You're right. He got a question saying, what are some of the doors Randy has opened for you? Say that again. What are some of the doors? What now? That, that Randy has opened for you. Oh, Wow. Friendships, you know, definitely networking, uh, meeting people in the business and the industry, just really meeting some really nice people. Again, it's all about networking and leveraging and, yes, um, really just meeting some good people who puts me to one to another person to another person and we're able to help each other or I'm able to help them and that's been wonderful. I've made lots of friendships. I call some of them cyber friendships, just like one of the young ladies that was on the line. I've never met her to this day. We were business partners and just love each other and just have a good time. So I've met lots of wonderful people that I might not get to see or plan to see in the future. But, yeah, friendships, wonderful, wholesome friendships, and I've learned a lot from them. All right. That's what I'm saying. And you heard that uh, you should be doing some push-ups while you send an email to people. But, uh, <laughs> hey, he needs a break, wanna... too. <laughs> yeah. But we, we, we do the champagne room because, like I, I said, like a lot of people... I like that idea. Yeah, you know, a lot of nice. people don't want to call in. They don't want mm-hmm. to let in. You know, mm-hmm. So we kind of, you know, do something different to make it, you know, yeah. spice it up a little bit. So we want to thank cool. you for the uh, email. And <laughs> that's it in the champagne room. I guess nobody else pretty much liked the champagne room tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't have so anybody we, on chat tonight, but it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. okay. We very we'll helpful here. <laughs> it will catch on. You're doing it well. excellent job. Thank you so much. And we look forward to having you back again in the near future. Uh, I know you have some upcoming projects, so Mm -hmm. we will be um, keeping in tune with what you have going on and definitely always supporting. You have our support here. And, you know, I'm going to be putting together a show soon of a lot of the different BTR radio hosts, just letting them come on and talk about what they do and their public and things like that. So I'm going to keep you guys in mind and keep you posted so um, you'll be able to be a part of that. Yeah, most definitely. I would love that. that. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So I thank you. Thank you. Keep up the soul work, folks. You're doing an excellent job. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you Appreciate so much, it. and we will be uh, continuing to um, listen to your show as well. Thank you, thank you. I just want to give um, a shout-out to everyone, let them know how to contact me again. You can um, contact me by um, going to my um, cyber home, which is www.rachelberry.webs.com. There you can read excerpts, also buy the books, discounts on um, you know the packages as well, um, listen to audios, or if you want to get the full package, you can go to about me slash author Rachel Berry, put you in contact with all my different platforms, and my email is rachelwrites.com. Two at yahoo.com. 
All righty, you guys heard it. I'm making a note of that myself. I don't. Yeah. Okay, well, you enjoyed the rest of your evening. I'm sorry, Mario, you had something to say. No, I was going to say we let her sneak up out of here because, you know, know, we wanted to hear some of that poetry, but we're going to let you slide tonight (laughs) on that one. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm always ready, but, you know, hey, you know, I understand time. I understand time. Always ready. We got time if you want to go ahead yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have one that I wanted to read that I would read from that's in the back of the book, uh, A Slip in the okay. Right Direction. Like I said, I wanted to introduce the children to poetry as well. But yes. it's also for the parents um, because it's called The Load on My Shoulders. Okay. Wondering, praying, are they safe? Are they coming home? Who will shelter them when I'm gone? Am I saying what needs to be said to them? Will it be enough? How will I know if they need me when sometimes they won't say? Can they be trusted? Am I their hero? What do they say about me as a parent when I'm not around? About us? So I wonder and continue to pray. Do they have enough things? Am I given full-time love on a part-time schedule? Why do I still worry when I think I'm doing my best? Will they, do they, remember my words? Will they, do they, do what they've been taught? Can I, could I, should I do more? Should I, could I say more? Are my decisions the right ones? So now I wonder, and again I pray. Can they, will they forgive me if I fail their expectations? Will I be on their lips and in their heart long after I'm gone? Are we as close as I think or too far away to even notice? Can I or should I change or remain the same? Must I continue to lose sleep until they return home or should I lighten up and just let go? And how much of letting go does a parent actually need to do anyway? Does it stop you from worrying about them even after they're grown? Does my heart even have a choice? Constantly I wonder, forever praying, am I healing or wounding them? Am I strengthening them physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially with what I know and teach with someone else? Is someone else doing it better than what I'm attempting? So much to wonder, many reasons to pray. Dear Lord, please bless my children and watch over them. I need you to hear my plea, so I pray. And pray and pray for the load on my shoulders. Amen. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I like that. Thank no, you. I, I like that. that. Yeah. That was awesome. Wow. Because there's no there's no book that comes with parenting. You do the best you can. And I, know, you know, I hope right. you're doing the best, you know? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Love don't come with no instructions. <laughs> you are you are you are a black writer space mom. You know that we we yeah. we we actually uh promoted you to that title as of right now. So we love you, mom. We, we pretty much love you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh you back. God. Love you back. <laughs> I will be tweeting about you all tomorrow. <laughs> Thank oh you. great, Thank you. great. Are we are we following each other on Twitter? Because I am on well, Twitter. We're gonna have to. We're gonna. Ha- I think okay. we are. I, look I think we are because I think yes. I think that's yes because you approached me on Twitter. That's right. Okay. Whoever. Yes, it was on Come Twitter. On. Yes. 
I will be you tweeting. <laughs> okay. Love wow. it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to um, wrap this up, and we absolutely loved having you. I um, love being and like here. I said, you will be back. Thank and we you. look forward to um, to your show also. Yes. Keep us yes. um, in tune with that. Yes, tune in on Monday nights and on Saturday mornings I have um, community awareness. And then Thursday nights, um, certain Thursday nights I'm doing Gumbo for the Soul Radio. Matter of fact, this Thursday I'm doing Gumbo for the Soul. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with George C. Frazier. He's a big financial guru. And um, Bruce George, um, the co-founder of Death Poetry Jam. Um, and lots of good people are going to be on the show. Pam Perry, Pearl Jr., Men of Honor, definitely celebrating um, Gumbo for the Soul um, publication. So Ooh, Pam Perry, they I get emails from her. Every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent people, excellent people. So wow. I'll be hosting okay. that show with Joey Pickney. Um, so you definitely want oh. to um, tune into that. We just had him on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. When did we have him? A couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Last, yes. Thursday. Last Thursday. Yes, yes, yeah. So. Okay, I will be definitely because I'm going to hear <laughs> all the names you just mentioned, really. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good Thank night. You. Appreciate you. All right. You too. All Enjoy right. your evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, how you doing? Okay, we're going to go to break real quick. And uh, we'll be right back and continue the show.
Okay, we are back, and we had an awesome interview with Rachel Berry. I really, really, really enjoy having her today. Absolutely. Um, Mario? Yes, I'm here. I'm okay, here. Okay, I thought she was over there asleep now. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, I right. I am hanging on. I'm hanging on. Dreaming about the mailboxes. Um. What am I going to do? Oh, okay. We're going to have the, um, we've been doing our uh, health segment, and DeAndrea is going to bring us some information tonight about high blood pressure. What we've been doing is, um, for those of you who are just tuning in, we've been having um, segments on different health issues because as a writer, you also have to remember to stay healthy also. You know, nutrition, um eating right and exercising and and relieving stress. I know to me writing can be a lot stressful depending on what you're writing about and you're trying to get projects done. So Dee is going to bring us that. Go ahead, Dee. Okay, so this evening, thank you, Tiffany, we are talking about high blood pressure. It is a term that we hear very often. We hear it's a silent killer. We hear hear about it from TV, from relatives, sometimes even ourselves, And so tonight what I'm going to do is just break it down a little bit, what it is, where it comes from, and some tips that we can use to kind of control it, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's start off. Uh, Blood pressure is actually the force of blood pushing against the walls of your artery. So it's the force of the blood going as it goes through your arteries, and that's what's being measured. And then when you have high blood pressure, it's when the blood is moving through your arteries with a pressure that's higher than normal. So the higher the pressure in your arteries, the higher your numbers may be. And we go to the doctor a lot of times and we'll hear them say, oh, 120 over 80 or 140 over 30 or whatever. Not 140 over 30, but that's not really real, but 140 over 90. And a lot of times we don't know what those numbers mean. And some doctors that are very good doctors explain them to us and some some doctors, you know, they may not. But what we want is that we don't want our top number to be over 140, and we don't want our bottom number to be over 90. So if you hear your doctor or your your uh, nurse's assistant or medical assistant take that blood pressure or you take it at the grocery store and you uh, hear that number, make sure that if the doctor doesn't mention it to you, you very well mention it to that doctor to find out what is going on. Now, there are some, some risk factors that, contribute to blood pressure, some that can be controlled and some that cannot. So we're going to examine those. Some of the risk factors that can't be controlled are if you're up in age. Uh, Half of the people over 60 have high blood pressure. Um, Your ethnic group or race. Um, Some groups like African Americans are more likely to have high blood pressure than uh, our Caucasian races are. So definitely your ethnic group. And then another thing is family history. If your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather 
have a history of high blood pressure, then it'll likely be passed down to you. So a lot of times when we go to the doctor and they ask us those questions, um, anybody in your family have this or that, uh, you know, I, I know it's tiring and annoying to keep asking and answering those questions, but we're asking for a reason because we want to know, do you have a history in your family of this blood pressure? Okay, then other things that risk factors that can be controlled are one, which a lot of people don't think of, is medication. Uh, some medications that we take, on a daily basis can contribute to our blood pressure being high. So you definitely want to make sure that you speak with your doctor about the medications that you're on to see if they have any interactions. You want to make sure that if you see different doctors for different things, that you make sure each doctor knows what medications that you are on so that they can, you know, compare and contrast and make sure that there's nothing that's going to harm or hurt you. And also... Make sure that you do not stop taking any medications without the permission of your doctor because you don't want to cause yourself any harm. And then lastly, I'm just going to give you a few tips on ways that if you do have high blood pressure, that you can kind of be proactive and control it. And one of those things would be your eating habits. You want to make sure that you are eating healthy foods, foods that are not high in salt, and you hear that all the time, and people think that if you just stop putting salt on your food, that that'll do it. But be mindful of the salt content of the food that you eat, which mm-hmm. includes canned foods sometimes, packaged foods. Um, you can get uh, meals that are lean cuisine or encore dinners or things like that. You want to make sure that you look and see how much sodium is in that food. Also, you want to get physical exercise. You want to make sure that you don't drink too much alcohol. Uh, make sure you're not smoking and decrease that. And by all means, for us writers, do not have too much stress. You want to make sure you have a positive environment when you sit down to write. If you are going to snack, make sure you have healthy foods around you. And by all means, be active and maintain and manage your stress. Again, if anyone has any questions for me, you can always email them to Black Writers Space. I will be happy and more than willing to answer. Um, Mario, Tiffany, do you guys have any questions for me or any comments? I do. I have a question. Okay. Um, um, I know that uh, being on the radio show, we have um, listener. I'm sure our listening audience is young and old. Well, mm-hmm. we won't say old, but seasoned. Um, okay. But what I just want to address is if you can just elaborate on, you know, some people look at certain um, sicknesses or challenges with their health according to an age, and that's not necessarily true. So I just wanted to get that out. You know, you can be 19, 20, 21, 25 and still be affected depending on your diet. Like she talked about different foods you eat. It's not a matter of whether you put salt on your food, but it may be something already seasoned, especially if you're going through the drive-thru. Fried chicken wings, you know, they already seasoned, and a lot of that food have MSG in it. So, And that's the main cause. So I'm sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, that's okay. You're right. You're absolutely right. McDonald's fries have the most salt on them than any other French fry in America through a drive-thru. But you're right. You don't have to be your grandmother to have high blood pressure. There are children, literally children, ages 8, 10, 
nowadays that have high blood pressure due to the foods that they eat. And that was one of the reasons why I mentioned the encore or the banquet dinners. A lot of times with this fast-paced life that we have, you know, as mothers, fathers, caretakers, we may just get a quick meal from the drive-thru or we may get, you know, something frozen and, you know, serve that for dinner. And you just want to make sure that you look at that fat content and that salt content, that sodium, because it can be so high in sodium, even if it looks like it's healthy. You know, you want to watch out for signs of stress. If you're having headaches a lot, you know, monitor what you eat. You know, those could be early signs of high blood pressure. If you have some, um, if you have some, some, um, you know, frequent headaches or things like that, dizziness, any of those signs or symptoms, keep a diary. See what you've been eating. Monitor it. You know. But, no, it's not your grandmother's disease anymore. It's now trickling down all the way to our children, to our teenagers. So we have to be careful and we have to monitor exactly what we eat. But that is an absolutely wonderful question, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. I was just thinking about that while you were talking. And I'm I'm really glad that we implemented this into the show because it's so important. You know, it's just health is 24-7. So... No matter what your um, title is or what you are doing on an everyday basis, you still have to remain healthy. So uh, I really like that. Especially as a writer because, you you know, we look at our profession as something where it's not, you know, some people look at it as the 9 to 5, but for others this is our, our second job and, you know, we get home from work, we get the kids to bed, we get all the things that we need to get done and, you know, we're writing at night, or we know, and so we're snacking. We haven't had that time to sit down, and so you want to make sure that you create again a healthy writing space. Make sure that you're eating and snacking healthy. Absolutely, Mario. You you have anything for us today? Actually, I do not have nothing on the health section as of right now. You have to manage your stress, Mario. When you are delivering, I was just stressed today. I just experienced that today, though. I really did. This is actually what we're going to do. Let's not talk about mail delivery when I'm not there. I do not want to talk about delivering mail when I'm not there. Not a, you know, I completely back. understand. Not a problem. Okay. And I say no mail jokes for Mario. I say yeah, that with I honestly do with the utmost respect because I know that it is a very stressful job and I know what you do and I know the effort that you make to be on, on this show every day. And so both of you guys. And so I appreciate you guys just letting me be a part of it. And so I, I said that kind of because you said you didn't have anything, but we have to monitor your stress as well and monitor your blood pressure too because we need you. Well, yes, actually, uh, thank you, thank you. I'm having nightmares because, like, at night I I wake up in cold sweat because somebody's begging me about their check. So I'll be waking up and I need my check. So can, what can we do about ah. that? <laughs> pray and 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 look for another job. <laughs> and yeah, pray look for another job and leave the job at the job. Don't bring it home on Lakeshore Drive while you on Lakeshore Drive calling me. Don't bring the job home. Mm-mm. 
Wow. I, but I have, again, this is DeAndrea Bridges, R-N-D-S-N, signing out on our health care corner. Um, I appreciate it. And um, you guys, email Black Writer Space and let us know what you would like um, the next topic to be. We can pick one, but it's always great to hear from our listeners to see what topics that they are, you know, interested in, what more information on, and, uh, we, you know, things that we get the most um, outpour or outcry for. We'll try to focus on those things and try to, you know, if you want your name mentioned, find if not, not a problem, but please, please feel free to send those questions in, even if it's in the champagne room, right, Mario? Oh, yeah, my my segment, the champagne room. Come on in. We got a lot of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we um, also have the chat open every show, so if you are not uh, calling in to listen, you can always log in on the Internet. Just go straight to the link. And once you uh, click on the show and you scroll down, the, um, there's a chat window. So you can always express your question in the chat room. However, if you want to email us, our email is blackwriterspace, that's with two S's, at gmail.com. And I consistently check that every day, 24-7. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Um, I just created an account on Tumblr, so... I'm trying to make sure we're yeah we're gonna be on Tumblr and it's a whole it's so many social networks I didn't even know about so I'm really trying to make sure I connect with um with all of them and um, just continue to try to get the name out there and and um, what we're doing and and what we're about and just join our support group basically that's what we're building. Can I ask one question, guys? How awesome was it for for her to mention Joey Pinkney and we just I know, right? See, we we end up going in the right direction because they all part of the same little circle. So I'm really gonna make sure I um go and follow her show and sign up for the reminders so that I don't miss any of those all those names. She I couldn't even write them down fast enough, but I'm definitely gonna get on there. because it'll send, it'll send the re- if you sign up for the reminder, they'll send you a reminder when their show starts or so when it comes on. But I don't want to miss that. And what is the chat? Um, what's the chat website or the the what? Where do you go for the chat? For our chat, you just basically log in to uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Black Writer Space with two S's. And once you it once you get to the um, once you click on the link, it'll bring you to um, straight to our page on Blog Talk Radio, and then you click on the the um, show, and then once that opens up, you scroll down, and the chat room, the window is at the bottom of the screen. So then you can comment or just chat with us because we we are chatting while the show is going on. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much. Um, that's pretty much and it's it. Also, and there's also some good chatting going on. If, if you log into it, you're going to see some good conversation when everybody decides, you know, tune in for the chat session because we were talking about a lot of things that was crazy one night. So check that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. Oh, it, it was a lot of people in that night and, and participating. So I was loving that. 
because we do have our empty nights like tonight. It's just me and Mario in the chat room, but oh well. And I'm just we'll be I'm here rain high. through rain, sleet or snow. Here we go. See, that's another post no, office. No, I'm just I ain't saying nothing about the post office. No, I'm just rain, saying. Slow, sleet, hail, uh, drought. I drought. said we'll be we, we'll be here. I did not mention mail. Calm down. Oh, thick skin, thick skin. No, he about to have a behavior off about the mail. I'm sorry, I newly adopted radio mom said thick skin, thick skin. <laughs> yeah. Radio mom. <laughs> I got something to say. Now, What's up? Now, wasn't that amazing how everybody supported her, took the time out, and, and she, she knew it too. That's why she was laughing. Like, she kind of laughed because, but it's, that means a lot that the people, your loved ones, they're supporting you, regardless if it's an internet radio show, if it's a yeah. A big time radio show. If it is you standing out there on the crate talking in front of a whole bunch of people, she she had a support system. So that meant Absolutely. a lot too. Especially yes, with is. all the things that she does, you know, for them to continue to follow her. And I am just so excited, and I'm glad that Mario, you couldn't have picked a better radio mom. Kudos to you. Oh, well, <laughs> right, you know, you know. right. We didn't have one. We needed one too. Next time she's going to have some brownies or something, you know, you know, we, we need to eat on the show. Brownies, cookies, yeah, sweet potato pie. Oh, hold on, you're going to put the sweet potato pie. <laughs> yeah. Sweet potato pie. Oh, I still got it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know I'm thinking about food on the show. Mario, can you tell, tell the listeners again a little bit about the boys and girls and what the acronym acronym stands for? Yeah, sure. Uh, what we try to do is we try to set up the nonprofit side of Black Writers Space, and what this will consist of of uh, trying to help you know, our youth. You know what I mean? Where boys is pretty much bringing out youth youthful success. And what that's going to consist of is, you know, showing these young men, pull your pants up, you know what I mean? You know, keep yourself groomed, how to respect a woman. And that consists of opening up doors, how to talk to them, say hello, not know what's up, shawty. No, what's up, shawty is not happening no more. You know what I mean? You know, just showing them how to talk, showing them, uh, you know, drug awareness, uh, Alcohol awareness, uh, gang uh, prevention is going to have, like, numerous uh, different uh, subtitles to certain things that help them grow to become men. And I'm looking forward to that because they need that right now. You know, it's nothing wrong with listening to rap music. I listen to it, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean you take on that lifestyle. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and as far as See, the, they don't know the how girl, to separate the two. Oh no, they actually don't. Because what they listen to, you know, it's a it's a really great influence because they see the rims and the fancy cars and oh, Lil Wayne got this and all that gold in your mouth and all that. That's crazy. And as far as the girls, I ain't knocking Lil Wayne, but you know, you you you're not where he is yet, so you know, (laughs) you still need to go get a job or or uh, find out what you want to do in life before you um. I was talking to somebody about this earlier, branding yourself. If somebody yes. went to your Facebook page, if 5 million people looked at your Facebook page, what would they see? And after they see what's on there, 
would they want to call you? If they had, if they pick, okay, we're gonna we're gonna gonna pick some Facebook pages and we're gonna give each person a million dollars if they Facebook page is presentable and we like what we see. I'm sorry, Mario, I cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wow, Auntie <laughs> Tiffany, we got we got Auntie. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, as far as girls, that's giving individuals. Responsibility to live successfully, and what that's gonna consist of, it's gonna be similar to boys, but we're gonna pump that a little bit more because I see a lot of girls out here the way they dress, they walk around with blue green hair. I mean, you're not going to no interview with no blue green hair, dude. Now, come on, now you can't do that. Uh, same thing, grooming yourself, and I want to actually put a you know a teaching class in there for men and women. So, you know, they can learn how uh, to, to teach the next person that's under them. You know what I mean? So, you know, mentoring them so they can be mentors. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just certain little things so our youth can become the adult that we want them to be, like, that they want us to be. Like, we used to say the greatest love of all. You know, that's the kids our future. Right. So we have right. to put them in position to become the future. So that's pretty much what it is. Absolutely. And I like your, um, you know, how you always, you know, give props, per se, to, you know, the women, you know, and how, you know, women mature first, you know, they grow first, they learn first. Not saying they're smarter than men, that's not what we're saying, but the way you put it, I, I really appreciate and respect the way that you put it because it's not a lot of uh, young black men or, you know, that, you know, recognize and give accolades to the females, so right. I, I think that's I, awesome. I mean, and it's like you said, it's no knock on no man versus woman thing or not no type of thing. What it is is at the end of the day, coming from the culture that we are in, that we see single mothers every day, you know, every day we see the single mother and they have to raise boys to men. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. we have to support the sisters because if they don't have the support system, then what are they going to do? You know what I mean? What can they do? They can do they do the best they can as of right now. So we have to support them more. If that means more outreach programs, if that means I say something about women every day on the show, if I say about a, a woman on Facebook, whatever, we have to support the sisters. And, I, and that's just the way I do with it, you know, because I have a daughter and a son. My mama was a single mother with me, so I know what's going on, and I do not disrespect the woman on that aspect. That's wonderful. Tiffany and I are both single mothers. Um, You know, she has a son. Out of my four, I have one son, and and it is difficult trying to, you know, instill those things. I just want to say a shout-out to Hobart Middle School. We, We beat Valpo by two points right at the buzzer. It was awesome. My son had 20 points. So I'm so proud of you, Michaela Kilo Bridges. And I just had yes, to yes. say that. Absolutely. No I had to say that. Okay, we're going to um, wrap up. And uh, we thank our listeners for listening to us tonight. And uh, we will be back tomorrow at 7. See you guys later. Goodbye. Bye bye.
the love we share through the years meant so much to me. All I'm looking for is just a serious relationship to my whole all my life. Why don't you give me that commitment? Thank you. 